execute order 66. You are not prepared! It's over 9,000! Hadouken! No! You're listening to an... So, before we uh, get the episode started off, I just wanted to say um, that there's a few rumors going around with the MCU movies. Um, number one that, I, that I'm like... <laughs> dude, I am super excited for this one. Because, uh, you know, there was a whole thing I sent you guys, uh, which... Welcome to What an Oddcast. I'm Jared Minikheim. That's Anthony Denny. You should already Hello. know that. Yeah, you should already know that. Um, but I had sent it to the, the group chat of our friends at... You know, we have our little group chat for the show for everyone that comes on and whatnot. Um, I sent you guys a thing about the John Bernthal having like his little comment thing, um, which basically like, and I fucking called it right there that he was he was fucking throwing shade on Marvel, of like I have no intention of walking away from playing the Punisher, but I'm not gonna do it unless the right people are involved and it's the people I know can do it. So it was like his way of being like, if you want me to fucking do this, you need to get the fucking people that I know or don't fucking bother. Uh, which is funny enough because uh, like almost immediately after I saw that, um, just yesterday there was word came out that there is indeed um, a R-rated Punisher movie being made with none other than John Bernthal to start off the R-rated uh, Marvel movies, uh, which is nice. also going to include Blade and Deadpool. So fuck. That's nice. Fuck yeah. Oh, and uh, also, uh, supposedly, and I'm saying supposedly because I've only I seen it in one source and I've heard it as rumor in other places. Uh, but Morbius will be kicking off, tying in all the Sony movies into the MCU, and that Venom is in the MCU. They just haven't confirmed confirmed it in the other movies, but that he is in there. Uh, and this and and this is what I'm gonna get into with that before we do Craven here. Uh. The reason they said Venom is in the MCU, they've clarified that, like, it's pretty much been pointed out, Venom took place in what city, Anthony? Uh, San Francisco, if I remember correctly. Correct. And where did all the Marvel movies really take heavily in? New York. Precisely. So the word is, is the reason that Venom is in the MCU is because it took place during the events of Infinity War. It was right. Ah. Basically, the way that they said the timeline works, um, because they're going to be incorporating it. Like, now the Sony deal went through, uh, Morbius will basically have a tie into the MCU to confirm everything. Uh, but basically, the way go that watch, did, uh Go watch the Splenda video if you don't know who Morbius is. Ah, uh, yes. Go watch the, the Splenda <laughs> video of uh, Morbius, uh, the sugar-free vampire, if you will. Um but they're saying basically that Venom took place shortly before the events of Infinity War, um, and that because of the Civil War and everybody not communicating, that's why nobody went to go stop the two giant fucking you know monsters fighting each other, uh, is because the heroes were preoccupied and nobody gave a fuck to go stop that. Uh, so, <laughs> so basically, it was uh, Venom stopped it, and it just got scratched off. It was like, okay, well, somebody stopped it. I guess we should talk to that guy at some point. Uh, but then all the shit in Infinity War happened, and uh, nobody was able to do that. Uh, so that's the ongoing uh, thing right now, is that it took place right before Infinity War, and that's why nobody was there to stop it, because uh, they were all fucking preoccupied to go stop that. Um, and because all that takes place in New York City, 
Um, nobody was in fucking San Francisco anyway. Uh, and that Venom 2, which, uh, to clarify, is being produced right now. Like, they are working on getting all the shit done for it. Uh, if I remember right, it's being shot. Uh, Morbius comes out before it. Uh, if I, if I remember right, I think they had Morbius coming out before Venom 2. Uh, and yes. Yes, and Morbius is, uh, tying in the MCU. Uh, rumor is, is that it will be a scientist that either has a tie to Tony Stark or Hank Pym. And that's how Morbius will be tied in. Uh, I really then, hope it's Hank Pym because we've Tony Stark just needs to relax with all the connections. I get why <laughs> they use Tony so much, but yeah, Tony's been used a lot, and I get why he's he was like the face or whatever. But uh, so that's something, and that Venom Two will have another tie. Uh, that Tom Holland will be in Venom Two is the other thing that they're saying uh, to really bring home that it's going to be tied in is that he's going to be thrown into that mix. Uh, basically, the Venom needs help to stop Carnage and Shriek, and he can't do it on his own. And uh, along Three. comes Spider-Man, uh, which will tie in exactly like uh, the Maximum Carnage story, where Carnage goes on a, a fucking murder spree in New York, and Venom has to turn to Spider-Man for help. Yeah, um, just to let you know, Morbius is scheduled to release July 31st, 2020, and Venom 2 is October 2nd, 2020. Okay, so I... I am a little worried about the Morbius movie, though, because I don't have faith in Jared Leto. I'm sorry, but I don't have faith in Jared Leto with that. Like, the Joker role really did nothing to help his case in that, so I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have high hopes. But hey, Jared Leto, prove me wrong. Do the movie well, and you will prove me wrong. Um, I've seen. I would love to be proved wrong. Yeah, I would love to be proven wrong. Prove me wrong, Jared Leto. We've seen him do well before. Like uh, American Psycho, he he played a great douchebag businessman that just doesn't fucking know. Uh, you know, he he just doesn't get anybody's names right, and he he uh, mistakes uh, Christian Bale's character for somebody else. Like he plays in uh, even Fight Club, like playing the dude that's like just die hard about the Fight Club. Like he plays good roles. It's just you gotta fucking point him in the right direction, cause the dude who did Suicide Squad was a fucking moron and didn't do him justice at all for what he can actually do. Um, oh, the other thing I had uh, before we get into it um, was I just saw this one earlier today. Fantastic Four. Yes. Well, Hank Pym will be returning in Ant Man Three. Uh, which is also in production. Yes. And rumor on that movie is that Reed Richards is going to be making a cameo in that to tie in to bring Fantastic Four in. And that's how they're going to do that, is that Reed somehow knows Hank because of their work on, you know, science and all that kind of shit. Uh, and that's what's going to introduce Reed, is that Reed Richards gets uh, very curious about the, the microverse and shit, and he ends up getting in touch with Hank, and that's how they bring oh. in Fantastic Four. They could get they could get their powers from the microverse instead of space. Another fun fact uh, that has to do with Fantastic Four. Um, suppose the, the the big thing people are looking at is that uh, Kang the Conqueror will be the villain in the next Avengers <laughs> movie because uh, there's already a character. Oh yes, yeah, man, time. Uh, well, well, the theory is is that he's already there. Is it Stan Lee? Because I got some bad news for you, Jared. <laughs> no, actually, Anthony, uh, and anybody who's... Uh, I'm sorry, that joke was in poor taste. <laughs> well, and anybody who's been watching the MCU movies, I think you'll find this one 
like interesting. I'm, I'm, let me think for like, uh, I'm trying to think who, who, who is there? Is it Spider-Man's principal? No. Oh, okay. 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 I give up. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, I had to move the, Okay, I had to move the fucking thingy because it was just pissing me off. There, there's like a little pop filter thingy that came that the mic had that came with all the shit, and it just pissed me off because it's not staying in place. So, if Don't I sound like it, if I sound completely different, I'm sorry, but it just that thing is fucking pissing me off. It does. It's th- goddamn it. Huh. I thought it was emphasis because of what I said. Uh, no, actually, um, the person they're saying Kang has been uh, alluded to. Uh, the theory is basically that when uh, in Endgame, there's the line of when you mess with time, time messes back, and people were like, "Oh yeah, because Thanos comes back." Spoiler alert! There, uh, the, like he comes back in time and he fucks him up. Well, the, the theory goes, always do. Well, the theory goes is it wasn't in reference to Thanos at all. It was actually. Since they put those little things in there on purpose, uh, is that that's an allusion to Kang the Conqueror? Is that they fuck with time and Kang is made out of that? You remember that kid that was at the funeral? Yeah, Iron Man 3 kid. Him. Him be Kang? They're saying that he's very likely Kang. That... Basic, because basically the only way you can do Kang would be Reed Richards. But they're like, there's no way to do that now because Reed and the Fantastic Four aren't even going to be like really used until right before the next Avengers movie. So if you're going to have Kang, it makes no sense to have it be a tie to Reed. Uh, which, from a comic standpoint, it would be that Reed Richards' son in the future goes evil and he becomes Kang the Conqueror. Uh, but they're like, that doesn't make any sense because there hasn't been any Fantastic Four shit yet, so you can't do that. Fun fact, the theory is is that that kid will become Iron Lad. And fun Hmm. fact, Iron Lad is Kang the Conqueror. It's an alternate timeline Iron Lad, where instead of becoming a hero, he had a vengeful spirit towards Tony Stark and got pissed and became Kang and goes back in time to kill the Avengers because he has a vendetta. Basically that Tony fucked up his life, uh, and there's two different paths he went. One is that his life got fucked up, but he's like, you know, I forgive you. I want to be like you, and he becomes Iron Lad. The other one is that he becomes very fucking spiteful, and he becomes Kang. So the theory is basically that when they said when you fuck with time, time fucks back, basically, uh, is that the current timeline that we have is that that kid becomes Iron Lad. So he's like, Tony helped me out. He was like a great guy. We need to do him justice. But because they fucked with time and Tony was the reason they fucked with time is that it splits off. And he instead is like, you fucked up my entire life messing with time the way you did. Because they pointed out like when people got snapped back, there was people who, uh, you know, kind of moved on, you know, like, Oh, my husband died. Mm -hmm. I'm going to remarry, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that something happened in that snap with one of that kid's family members and that the snap being brought back fucked it up even worse. Uh, so there there would be an alternate timeline where instead of uh, going to his funeral, he instead's like, I fucking hate you, and he becomes Kang. 
So that's just a little thing I wanted to get into because uh, there were some interesting things that have come out in the past couple of days uh, that I couldn't help but bring up. Well, remember in uh, Doctor Strange, that whole thing is what you mess with time, the bill comes due eventually. Yes. Um, and uh, with more. And just and I'm just I really got to get this out there because uh, there's heavy, heavy, heavy word coming down that one of my. Fuck it! What is it? Uh, I'm so excited, just getting, just getting ready to fucking say this. Ha! Huh. Oh. Secret invasion. Oh. You remember how the scrolls <clears throat> have been helping Nick Fury? Yes. Word is that the next Avengers movie might actually be Secret Invasion, and that they weren't helping Nick Fury in good taste at all, and that everything we learned in Captain Marvel was a lie. And that they're secretly hmm. taking over from the inside, exactly how they do in the comics. It's like, oh yeah, we'll help you, Nick. We'll totally do that. And then behind the scenes, they're like, okay, we know how they work. We have, we are able to get into where we need to. Fuck them up. Because I mean, I've got to say, man, like the Captain Marvel thing, like making them good guys. I didn't buy that. I don't fucking buy that. Especially because when you go to that, when they go to that planet and they get ambushed, the scrolls clearly took over that fucking planet. That is not like they're a peaceful people. Like they clearly fucking took that place over. So it is cough, not cough, racist, right. cough, cough. Well, I'm just saying that's what they do. So I'm, oh, um, I am ready to believe that that's what's about to happen. While we're still in, in talking about this, before we get into Craven, um, Ben Barnes who played Billy Rus- Rousseau in The Punisher, has been talking with uh, Marvel Studios. Ah, dude, I'm so fucking ready for this. I, I, If you have not seen The Punisher on Netflix, I fucking implore you go watch the two seasons they have because it is fucking phenomenal. Like, up until that point, the only Punisher movie I really enjoyed, uh, I guess would be the Thomas Jane one. I know people give that one shit because, like, oh, he cried, but, like, man, the dude's got PST, like, he's got, like, PTSD and his fucking family got murdered. Like, wouldn't you be fucking depressed as shit? Like, fuck. But at the same time, there was so much cool shit in that fucking movie. They had, they had an official Russian, played by Brock Lesnar, the, one of the <laughs> biggest motherfuckers to ever live. <laughs> Brock motherfucking <laughs> He gets fucked up. <laughs> who, who even, who made that fucking striped ass shirt look fucked? Look terrifying. Exactly. So, and and uh, I guess the other one they had, uh, what was it? Uh, War. War Zone. War Zone. Thank you. It's a, it's a comic series, but th- that movie is more like that's more like the brutal version of Punisher. Not so much like a good story, but more like it's just fucked and brutal. And I do like that one. Uh, what I really liked about that one is uh fucking jigsaw on that one he was fucking disgusting he was fucking gross um but john bernthal's punisher is one of the best fucking portrayals of that character ever because he he's very much like i have an honor code but i'm willing to do whatever the fuck it takes to get you the fuck out of the picture because you are not a good like he he's he's done an amazing job so i'm really hoping that's true because uh, i would fucking love to see him keep doing it he's fucking amazing uh, but anyway, uh, and also, you know, you can uh, go to the Oddcast Network on Facebook. I want to say that now because I know, I, I know, like myself, there's always times where, like, you listen to a podcast, whatever, you end up closing off as soon as you hear it. No, it's over. 
Uh, but we have Oddcast Network on Facebook, and, pa- uh, and uh, we also have it on Patreon. Uh, but on the Facebook page, I've actually posted a few things about today's episode. Um, and yeah, we're talking about Craven the Hunter. Uh, he's a rogues gallery character from Spider-Man. Um, and as you can guess, he's a hunter. But what talk, does talk. he hunt? We're actually going to get into that, Anthony. Uh, I'm glad you actually bring oh. that up. Uh, so today we're discussing Craven, the man, the myth, the crazy loony hunter. And I'm using loony in a, in a very literal sense because uh, in my time of researching, I've come to realize, and I've said this on the Facebook page and to everyone I've been talking to about this, which is Anthony and whatnot, uh, he's just fucking Elmer Fudd. Like, the shit we're going to cover here, he is straight up fucking Elmer Fudd. He's like a mix of Wiley e. Coyote and Elmer Fudd in the Marvel Universe. Because he goes out of his way to make elaborate traps that never fucking work. And even though he knows he can't win, he just constantly goes after that fucking hunt. It's like Elmer Fudd with Bugs Bunny. Like, you know you're not going to win, but you just keep fucking doing it. Huh. But we're also covering Craven the Hunter because he's very likely also going to be debuting with Spider-Man. Uh, fun fact time, uh, he was actually going to pr- uh, be in Black Panther. Um, he was actually written into the script for Black Panther to be the main villain uh, instead of Killmonger. Uh, but because of the whole Sony thing, they weren't able to get the rights squared away, so he had to rewrite it and made it Killmonger. Uh, but Craven was his original pick. He's like, I think it would be awesome because he hunts Spider-Man because it's, you know, the ultimate hunt. He's like, why not Black Panther? Like this man-panther, it would be perfect. We can have Craven. They didn't end up using it, but he said he really fucking wanted to. Uh, and the director even came out and said, he's like, if we got Craven the Hunter, I would totally throw him in a Black Panther too. Like, I would fucking make that work, because I think that would be beautiful yeah. to use. You know, I saw a rumor. I wasn't going to bring it up because I felt like it really fell flat, but um, there's a rumor that Craven the Hunter might be from Wakanda. Unga chaka, unga chaka, unga chaka. <laughs> That he's part of a, a lost tribe. That would be interesting. Yeah, that, that puts a little bit of spin on that, but um, yeah, Craven the Hunter. But the reason I say he'll he'll be making, uh, he, he's more than likely making a debut, um, is that he's rumored to be in uh, the one of the next two Spider-Man movies. Uh, at first it was said he'd be in the, the third movie here, uh, but it's being said that it, more than likely he'll be in the fourth one. But I think he would be in the third one. I think with the recent events, which, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Spider-Man Far From Home, go watch that. What the fuck are you doing with yourself? Um, so, spoiler alert here, so skip ahead if you have to. Uh, but they revealed his identity at the end of that movie. Uh, and with one of the stories we're going to be covering, I think that's the perfect way to bring in Craven. Is like, now that the people know who he is, Craven would be the perfect person to be like, I'm going to hunt the spider. Um, cause he'd know who, he'd know who he is, so he'd know how to track and hunt his prey. So, I mean, it would fit. Uh, and then they had the Dimitri character in there, which people are saying that that was like, oh, that's like, you know, false flag. It's like, I don't, I don't fucking think so. Cause that dude like just straight up disappeared in that movie. Like, I think I was the only one that really noticed that. Like that dude just fucking disappeared. Like one minute he's helping Fury and then the next minute that character was just fucking gone. Like, he he had never been there helping. And there was no mention of him again. And I'm like, 
Marvel is so nitpicky on what they add and what they don't add. There's no reason that they would have a character named Dimitri who we'll be bringing up, uh, who's tied to Craven, and then just have him disappear and not mention him again. Like that that was not I can't imagine that was by fucking coincidence. Like that has to be yeah. a setup for something. Yeah, they they know what they're doing. They always know what they're doing. It's just like uh Age of Ultron. They they brought up endgame in that. Because Tony points to the sky and he's like, that's the end game. And then they were basically, like, when Endgame came out, they're like, yeah, no, we talked about it, like, way back in Age of Ultron. Like, it was that little thing. We did that on purpose. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're going to cover over uh, Craven. And one of the stories we're going to cover here, um, I'll even bring it up again when we get there, uh, is a story that I think more lo- most likely fits, uh, considering Venom's coming in and you have his identity. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit that factors in uh, that it would be a good storyline that they could use. Uh, but Anthony, why don't you uh, why don't you clarify with us here? Because I know there's uh, some of our non nerdy friends that listen, uh, and they get confused at times. Uh, what are we talking about today? With uh, I mean, give us a, a like a breakdown of what Craven we're breaking down. Uh, we're breaking down Craven from the six one six universe, and you know <clears throat> what I wrote down on here was the quick info dump because I had a question when I was reading the script. Yes. And what is, why 616? You know, I've questioned that myself. Um, I have no fucking idea. They, they call it 616 is the main universe. I have no fucking idea why they do. Like, I, I wish out. I fucking knew. Oh, look at that. Anthony's got the clue. <laughs> now get ready to get disappointed. So, um, Fucking awesome. The, the reason why, you know Alan Moore... The Watchmen, yes. Dark Knight Returns. Yes. So um, he no. did a Captain Britain comic. Did he really? I didn't know he did that. And Yeah. He, huh. And in one of the comics, uh, there was a whole bunch of Captain Britons. And so he gave their Captain oh, Britain God damn it. The, the, the main one, 616. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. It was like, Captain Britain from 616. And it's that simple. And when he asks why he picked 616, he's like, well, I didn't want to pick one because that's just a small number. So I wanted to be a bigger number. All right. Well, whatever. Moving on. We're we're covering the main universe, Craven. Um, And I'm just going to say spoiler alert now for this episode. Uh, We kind of ended on a death. Um, but I'm pretty sure he's fucking come back because they always fucking come back. Uh, But I end it's just where I decided to end it because, uh, it was fitting. It had a really nice ending to it. So it's the one I picked. And if you don't like it, please feel free to write it down and send it to oddcastmedia gmail.com and go fuck yourself. Again, that's yeah. oddcastmedia at gmail.com and go fuck yourself. Now, let's get into Craven the Hunter. Ah, <laughs> uh, With that, uh, we're going to acknowledge where we got all the info. Uh, obviously, me and Anthony are huge comic nerds, uh, so some of it we get straight from the comics, you know, Marvel Comics itself. Uh, but, you know, there's also a Marvel.com and, uh, you know, good old-fashioned Wikipedia uh, for safe measure because uh, there's extra details there that I needed. Uh, the Marvel.com, I mean, it has a lot of stuff, but th- they don't always have, like, the actual storylines. A lot of the time it's just the character, here's their powers, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was looking for, like, actual storylines, so I had to go to Wikipedia for fact-checking and, like, just referencing over, and some of the shit I knew, I just had to double-check myself. Um, 
And of course, obviously, the creator of the fucking character and founder of Marvel Comics, Stan Lee, and uh, artist Steve Ditko. Uh, Ditko. Uh, and R.I.P. Yeah. Mr. Lee. Seriously, rest in peace, Stan. Like, you were you were an amazing man. And uh, honestly, when I heard he died, uh, I think it was the first time I've had a, I heard about a celebrity death where I legitly cried. And no, that does it, not make me a fucking pussy. Like, that man meant a lot to someone who had comics growing up in a hard life. Uh, having comics there all the time and having something I could really, like, pour myself into and get inspired by. Uh, it was really fucking sad to see him go. Uh, it really was. Huh. Now that I've gotten yeah, that out no. of my uh, system, I also just wanted to clarify to anyone who tries to say, oh, but Stan Lee didn't actually make characters. He just blah, 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 had his name. Go fuck yourself. Because I happen to know for a fact, and I even wrote it down today, just to make sure Ooh. that Anthony saw. <laughs> Bam. Stan Lee actually did come up with all the ideas and concepts for Marvel characters up until 1980. And again, fun fact, the last character he created in concept himself to have somebody draw up and make a, and, you know, get going was She-Hulk. That was the last one he actually created. Which I thought was I thought was kind of cool. The, like, that was the last character that he, like, personally made himself. And he's like, hey, I have an idea... I have an idea for our character. Guys, we need to... It's the Hulk, but she's a, it's a woman. We're going to call it She-Hulk. And it's like, that was the last one he did. And She-Hulk's not a bad character. So, you know, good on yeah. And that was in 1980. Yeah. The Marvel Comics, he started that shit in the like, late 30s. Motherfucker had been making characters for over, <laughs> for over 50 fucking years and was like, all right, I've had enough. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to begin with Craven the Hunter. So let's start our talk about Craven the Hunter. Um, let's give you a visual of Craven. Uh, in case you haven't seen him, if you're not on, uh, again, Oddcast Network on Facebook, wink. Um, I did post a picture <laughs> of him there. Uh, but he sports a lion face uh, like vest on, but he's got like the lion's mane, he's got like crocodile teeth, nut clicks, uh, leopard skin tights. Yeah, I said tights. Um, Face-wise, like, literally, and I also posted this in the Facebook page. Um, if you've seen Triple X of Vin Diesel, not the, the shitty last one they did, but the very first one they did, the villain there, that dude straight up, I, which I had to correct myself, I thought he was Russian because he's played a lot of fucking Russians, and he's damn fucking good at it. <laughs> I mean, like, dude's fucking phenomenal playing a Russian, uh, but he's actually from New Zealand. Which was surprising. Uh, I only say that because I? Uh, I recently saw him in uh, that Dark Crimes movie I shit on. Uh, which, I mean, I think I gotta go back and watch that one again. Because, like, everything was good up until the ending. And the ending just made me so mad. I'm like, I have to give this movie another chance. Uh, but he play, he play, it takes place in Russia. And he just, he's phenomenally does well. Uh, and Craven himself is Russian. And, uh, which, Anthony, I sent you a picture of him. Uh, just straight Duh. up, like he looks like he could play Craven really fucking well, and he has Duh. he does really good playing a Russian, so I think that would be great. Uh, but yeah, just that guy and uh and the outfit we just described, and you've got Craven yep. the Hunter. And can I say? Oh yes, like, please do. Um, <clears throat> a lion face vest, like for people who are too lazy to look up any photo, 
is literally the face of a lion cut in half. Like, it's got eyes, it's got half a nose on each side. Like, it's literally a face of a lion. You know why he does that? Why? He's just such a big Lion King fan. Ah, uh, man, he totally, he totally seems like a low-key furry. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, in the Ultimate Universe, he is actually a lion man, which I don't really like that. Of course, he, of course <laughs> I never really cared for that, but they made him a lion dude in the Ultimate one, and I never... Call me hypocritical, but I, just, I never cared for that look I like I like his original look making him an actual lion dude defeats the whole fucking purpose of what that character is in my opinion did um, you know that those fucking eyes can shoot out lasers you know I, I wanted to ignore that because <laughs> it makes absolutely no fucking sense <laughs> but from the picture I'm looking at it looks uh, like it's coming out of his nipples are you are you looking at my lion vest mane if you look real close at the eyes on my nipples they shoot lasers. Pooh, pooh, pooh. Hi, I'm Quaven. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> uh, Craven the Hunter, also known, uh, his real name is Sergei Kravenov, uh, or, you know, as we know him, Craven the Hunter, uh, also known as the world's greatest hunter, or, in my opinion, the most metal fucking name he could have picked, the Grim Hunter. Uh, but he was a son to Nick, uh, Nikolai, Nikolai, and uh, Anna Makarova, and uh, he was from Russia. Uh, which of course uh, he's a crazy over-the-top hunter from Russia. I mean, he's from Russia. Of course, he's gonna be like that. Of course, he's like you know. <laughs> I am most badass man. I kill things with bare fucking hands. Like, of course he's that way. He's like, come on. Ha. Huh. But he also had a half-brother, uh, which we mentioned him earlier from Spider-Man Far From Home. Dimitri. Yeah. Dimitri Smirnoff. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that last name. I wasn't even going to attempt a, it either, because it, it is super Russian, and I have no fucking idea there, how to pronounce it. There's a D it. next to a Y, and then an A. Here, you know, I'll pronounce, I, I will spell it out, and You're you can tough. pronounce it however the fuck you want. S-M-E-R-D-Y-A-K-O-V. I have no fucking idea how to pronounce it. Smirnyankov. uh but he's also known as another Spider-Man villain who we uh we're, we will probably cover at a later time, a uh, chameleon, who can change yeah. into anyone. Hence why he's called Chameleon. But that's uh, Kravenov's half brother. Ha. Huh. Uh, which, uh, in all reality, that just means that you know being a crazy ass fucking villain just runs in the family apparently because you got Craven and Chameleon from the same fucking family, two of the deadliest enemies that Spider-Man has. <laughs> for fuck's sake uh, but now Sergey, as we said uh, he was the son of Nikolai Kravinov uh, a, immig- a Russian immigrant he was a rich aristocrat who fled the United States uh, fled to the United States in 1917 um, and you know he fled Russia because uh, well everybody who was nobility was getting fucking murdered at that time in what was called the February Revolution and uh, subsequent collapse of the reign of Tsar Nicholas II 
But what exactly was the French Revolution, the February Revolution? Sorry. Oh, the French Revolution. Well, that's an interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Has nothing to do with today's episode. (laughs) They brought out the guillotine and they eat some cake. Oh, Oh my God. Rospier. Oh, man. We are going to get. What was the February Revolution? Good question, Anthony. The February Revolution is actually uh, a very long and fucking complicated story. Um, and honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, it involves uh, the real life, I say again, the real life Rasputin. Uh, he was, oh. he had a, a very big part in what the fuck happened to Russia at this time. Um, he also had a very big part. Oh, Jesus Christ, Anthony. <laughs> of course you would. Uh, but honestly, I'm I'm gonna give you the short gist version of what happened. Uh, for the full story, I uh, again we're not getting paid for this, so I don't give a fuck to promote somebody else that that does really fucking well with shit like this. Uh, honestly, I would say I would tell you to go check out last podcast on the left. Uh, they did like four or five parts all about Rasputin because uh, he's a very long, complicated story. Uh, but he was really a big fucking reason why this shit happened. Uh, so. To break it down simply, the February Revolution uh, was when uh, the Russian royalty family let a one Rasputin into the fold of power, which the Russian people knew he was just a drunk fuckhead with no, absolutely no, I repeat, no magical powers. Uh, But he magooed his way into helping the royal son uh, stay alive. (laughs) Uh, He really fucking did. Uh, the short version is basically the royal son was uh, was very ill and they didn't know how to fix him. And he, along he comes, had a hemophilia, if I remember, from history class. If I remember right, yes. Uh, but basically, he, he was very sick. They couldn't get they they couldn't figure out how to fix him. Uh, and Rasputin, being the town drunk, basically got his way in there and uh, pretty much was like, "Leave the boy alone, and he'll live." And he did. Like he he stayed alive. He started to get better. So they're like, "Oh." This man knows how to keep our son alive. We must keep him around. Uh, which was a terrible fucking idea. Because, because he started to get more and more involved uh, with the royal family. And, like, basically they went to war. Uh, but the uh, they had no fucking idea how to fight it. A lot of people, a lot of the regular people, like the average citizens, were just getting fucking slaughtered. Uh, and in his absence, Rasputin kind of started to work his way in with the wife and, like, make political choices. Uh, and, again, everyone in the whole city knew that he was a fucking drunk idiot and had no fucking place anywhere near that. Um, so it kind of led down the path of, uh, our leaders are fucking terrible. We're all getting slaughtered in this pointless fucking war. And this fucking drunk dipshit Rasputin is telling him how to do things or at least influencing them. Uh, so fuck these people. Uh, and they went on a witch hunt and killed anybody that was of royalty. Like, they were storming the castles, storming any kind of mansion, and just murdering people. Uh, which is exactly uh, how you get Anastasia. And no, not the fun cartoon with the little bat. Um, <laughs> everyone immediately <laughs> jumps to that. Well, everyone well, jumps the real to that. But yeah, yeah. The, the real Anastasia. The real it was a very fucked up circumstance. Uh, basically... Now, I... Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I like the the idea where uh, the the Romanovs were like, "Oh, our son, he keeps bleeding and he keeps getting ill every time we take him to go do this." And then there's fucking Rasputin drunk on the side of the road and just goes, "Don't do that!" And they're like, "Fucking wizard! He's a wizard, Harry!" 
<laughs> just like it's just so simple. It was like just like don't fucking do that, and he'll get better. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, the the real end uh, to to make to finish this up for a brief thing about the February Revolution. Uh, to finish up with the Anastasia part. Uh, the real story behind Anastasia is fucking awful. Uh, basically, the 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 Roman obs, uh, Rasputin kind of got away. Uh, he didn't have to die. Uh, they they killed him in their own way. Um, which is how you get the whole myth about like you know he was club yeah. stabbed. He, he was. He he was literally all the things. Uh, if you've seen Hellboy, uh, the original Hellboy there, and they talk about he was club stabbed, drowned. He was. He he was all of those things, and they just couldn't seem to fucking kill him. Uh, which they threw him in a river. Yeah, they threw him in a river, but, and uh, basically the autopsy showed that he tried to escape from drowning, but didn't make it. Um, but he had found no water in his lungs. Yeah, yeah. He he was a very <laughs> weird fucking man. There there's a crazy history. As I said, go to last podcast. They cover the whole thing. It's fucking insane story. Uh, but I just wanted to say that that the real thing that happened to Anastasia was very fucked up. Uh, the family went to their royal guard, and they're like, you gotta get us out of here. We have this secret escape tunnel underneath. They're like, okay, yeah, follow me. Uh, but once he led them around a corner, there was just the entire fucking guard waiting for them, and they opened fire and brutally shot and murdered every single one of them. Uh, the daughters, Anastasia and her sisters, uh, they lived through the initial shooting, uh, because they had all, like, the rubies, emeralds, all that shit on them so that they could sell it and try to make a life after they escaped. Uh, and the soldiers, once they saw that they didn't die, they stabbed them repeatedly with their bayonets. So it was a very fucking brutal thing that happened to that poor girl and that entire family. And uh, a lot of it can be tied to just Rasputin because <laughs> it's a story of time of don't let the fucking idiot who has no place there be there because eventually... Your people are going to turn on you and fucking murder you. It's it's always also great to see these photos of Rasputin with the Romanovs because they're like, oh, there's these clean, pristine guy. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. They're all like <laughs> clean royalty, clean shaven, clean hair, and then there's Rasputin, just long, <laughs> scraggly fucking beard. <laughs> Looks like He's a like, homeless dude you find in New York. Dude's like, duh, hello. Yeah, that's fine. He. Bring me more rum. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the fucking Russian asking for rum. <laughs> I can do what the fuck I want, all right? Bring it's our me, show. Why did he fucking... Bring me some more rum. Ah, ah, ah. One. <laughs> one rum. Two. Two rum. Uh, but anyway, so going back to getting back to Craven. <laughs> uh, so Nikolay fled with his family in the chaos to save them, uh, because obviously being rich uh, aristocrats, uh, they were going to be fucking murdered by the people of Russia, uh, because the whole country was just going to shit at that time. Like, it, it, like the Romanovs were getting overthrown, and anybody who had any kind of rich or any kind of influence of power, uh, the people were just rising up and fucking murdering very brutally. So he's like, you know what? We need to get the fuck out of here. So uh, everybody, up, 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 all right, and get the fuck out of here. Uh, so he ran away to uh, the U.S. to try to save his family uh, with Craven and his brother, uh, and they all left. <sighs> and that's about all we really know about his family. Because uh, believe me, I looked, there's not a whole lot said about his family other than that. Uh, it's just that, you know, his family was super rich, they fled. Uh, that's about, about all you get there. Uh, but now, Craven himself, now we said he's a hunter. But he's not your typical hunter. 
Not at all. Oh, ho, what does he hunt? Uh, well, now, he does hunt all the big game, uh, but he absolutely disdains. Uh, in other words, he absolutely hates uh, guns, bows, anything like that. Uh, he oh. he prefers to use his bare hands and knives. Like he, he wants to give himself as much of a challenge as possible and use his wits to take down game uh, instead of trying to shoot it from afar. Uh, to prove mm. that he's truly the greatest hunter to ever live. That, that's like the whole point. Uh, but he does have somewhat of a loose honor code, <laughs> which we'll get into that. Uh, when, especially like when Spider-Man comes into the fray, he kind of gets a loose moral code on what he'll use because, uh, yeah, he's facing a fucking super-powered person. Like, he kind of realizes that, okay, all right, so uh, the better hands and knives not working. Uh, I got to switch it up. <laughs> I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> uh, but basically he feels... Uh, uh, Craven, would you like to... Yeah, just... Yeah. Oh, right. Well, if a beast cannot look you in the eyes when you kill it, uh, what the honor true skill you possess, huh? <laughs> Almost um, like that Wesky Wabbit, I tell you, that little motherfucker. I, I haven't... I mean, Spider-Man, I haven't been able to kill him. Thank you for so, having me. <laughs> I just love the idea that fucking the big ass Russian guy who seems who should be from Australia talks like Elmer Fudd. Uh, I'm gonna be doing that a lot, so if you hate it, just turn off now because he is just straight fucking <laughs> Elmer Fudd. <laughs> but but I can't. But I can't. I'm here. Well, I guess you just have to buckle up, Buttercup. Uh, but Craven oh. also trained under the mysterious uh, mercenary Gregor. Uh, who once battled Kazar, which is somebody we're definitely going to fucking cover. Uh, Kazar is another Marvel character. Um, he's he's a, basically Tarzan of the Savage Land, uh, which, for you non-comic readers, the Savage Land is hidden away in Antarctica. Uh, it's basically the land of time forgot. It's like a giant tropical paradise where dinosaurs and other kind of shit live. Uh, and Kazar is like the Tarzan of that place. He like watches over yeah. it and protects it. Uh, he has a saber-tooth fucking, like, sidekick. And and I do want to say, it is literally K-A-Z-A-R, like, K-A space Z-A-R. You're not pronouncing any word wrong for people who are listening. Oh, no, it is straight up Kazar. It's <laughs> like they took <laughs> the words... There's no other way to say that. Like, I can see, like, oh, maybe he's pronouncing Sar wrong from Russia. Nope, this literally comics are just like that. Uh, but under Gregor, Craven perfected his hand-to-hand techniques uh, that he would later use, uh, as well as his knife combat, obviously. Uh, but Craven hunted a lot, uh, many animals, uh, really anything you could name, uh, from rhinos to lions to leopards to elephants. He didn't give a shit. Whatever it was, he would hunt it, um, all of which he hunted without a gun to prove his mark of being the greatest hunter. Uh, so everything he would just kind of outsmart and strangle to death or stab to death, uh, whatever he so chose. Uh but with Craven, he even subject, uh, subjected himself to a serum, uh, which, uh, let's be honest here, like any fucking hero or villain, uh, which dramatically slowed his aging process, uh, hence why he uh, only ever looks like he's in his mid-30s, uh, even though he was born in fucking, like, 1913. Like, because his family fled in 1917. So, like, he, he was born in, like, at least 1910. Uh, but he never looks past his 30s, so that's why. 
Uh, but as well, it also uh, helped enhance his uh, physical attributes, so, you know, he can be more animal-like, I guess, you know, jump higher and shit like that. Uh, but it also increases sight, smell, reflexes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he's first debuted in 1964 in The Amazing Spider-Man number 15. Ooh. Oh. So he's always been a Spider-Man villain. That is correct. Uh, but after decades of hunting the most dangerous game all over the world, uh, he pretty much just got bored. Because, like, he'd hunted everything, so he just got to a point of, like, well, I could go hunt a lion again, but I already strangled three this week, so I'm bored. <laughs> and then he decided to pick up a book called The Most Dangerous Game. And he's like, oh, what? What is this fabulous <laughs> book here? Oh, The Most Dangerous Game. Oh, WB Dad. Oh, Bugs, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just pictures of naked rabbits all. <laughs> oh, God. The worst part is, you know, it's going to be Naked Bugs Bonnie. That or Lola Bunny. Can, can can we just say that most people got turned into being a furry, most likely because of fucking Lola out of Space Jam? <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, if you can make an animal character more fuckable, I implore you. <laughs> <laughs> for a kid's movie, they made that bunny straight fuckable. Like, they gave her the big thighs, like, they just, all the, all nine <laughs> yards of, like, what you find fuckable, they put on that fucking rabbit. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, I, I feel like Jared has a thing for Lola Bunny. I did as a child. I will openly admit as a child I totally did. Uh, but, I mean, that that's just how they made it. But, anyway, I digress. Uh, so, no animal... <laughs> so, no animal truly possessed a challenge for him. Uh, so, he got really frustrated with that. Um, you know, he's like, you know, I've already hunted everything. I don't give a shit. Uh, but of course, one fateful day, his half brother Dimitri, uh, aka Chameleon, I'm gonna keep fucking saying that, uh, got in touch with Craven. Chameleon had had his encounter as a Spider-Man, uh, cause you know there's that was like one of his first villains, like just taking his spot and being like, I'm Spider-Man, and then Peter being like, Who the fuck is this? Uh, so Chameleon had had his run as a Spider-Man, uh, and he was never able to like fully defeat him. So pretty much a light bulb went off in his head. Well, I I just can't seem to get rid of this fucking spider. Just Craven. He'll kill the little motherfucker. Uh, so he calls up Craven and he's like, look, I, I know about this quote unquote Spider-Man. Uh, and he'll, I think he'd be a, a challenge for you to hunt because uh, he's not a typical, he's not an animal. But he does have spider in his name. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> he does have spider. That means. It's uh, that means it's alright. Uh, but Craven, eager to have a hunt that may finally provide him with a challenge, uh, he jumped at the fucking opportunity. Like, he, he immediately was like, Duh. I will hunt a Spider-Man. Uh, so the two came up with a trap. Uh, Chameleon able to appear, as I said, able to appear as anybody. Uh, he dresses up as Spider-Man. Or, uh, sorry, no, he dresses up as Craven, and he's like, Hey, Spider-Man, hey, Spider-Man, come kick my ass, I'll kick yours. Uh, and he leads him to Central Park, uh, where Craven himself was uh, waiting around for him. Once Spidey came into view, this is where that uh, loose moral value comes in. Because <laughs> he immediately shoots him with a fucking poison <laughs> blow dart. <laughs> oh, I don't really care for guns. Oh, the shotgun? Don't mind that. Uh, what's that over there? 
Uh, but he uses a, a poison dart to weaken him down, uh, to bring him down more to his level. Uh, but of course, Spider-Man just fucking overpowers him because he's fucking Spider-Man, and he's smarter than Craver, Craven ever gave him credit for. Uh, kicks his ass, and he ends up going to jail. Uh, and this is where I say Craven is literally fucking Elmer Fudd. Because, like, he comes up, he, he's, a, <laughs> he's a mix of Elmer Fudd and Wile E. Coyote. Because, like, instead of just hunting Spider-Man down and, like, trying to take him on, he comes up with an over-elaborate fucking trap that fails anyway. If I just lead him into the park here and I shoot him with this poison dart, he'll be right on my web and I'll beat his ass. Ah, oh, shit, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> like, oh. like, what do you expect? For real, like, what, like, really, what, what did you really fucking expect to happen? <sighs> but I think that that's really the, the, the story that they're going to choose to use, because, I mean, they've already mentioned Dimitri, uh, so you have, you have a clear way that, and, I mean, Dimitri helped Peter throughout that movie, so it would be an easy way to have, like, hey, Craven, I've got a hunt for you. Oh, that's very nice. What kind of hunt? Uh, and then they just bring him into the next Spider-Man, of, like, that Dimitri character is the half-brother of Craven, and then, you know, gets a hold of Craven and so on and so forth. So I think that's where they're going to go with it because uh, it makes the most fucking sense out of what they've already had set up. Um, but anyway, getting back into Craven. Um, now, after a few more attempts at hunting, uh, Craven becomes frustrated because obviously uh, nothing fucking works. Spider Man outwits him, he's more resourceful than he, he thought. And uh, he just retires from hunting for a small time. He's like, you know what? You know what? I can't take this bullshit anymore. Spider-Man, you're just a fucking asshole. I'm done. <laughs> so he retires off. He just, you know, he stops hunting. Uh, he just goes in. He's, you know, it's, I like to imagine he was sitting by a fireplace enjoying a, a nice cup of tea. Uh, when suddenly, <laughs> the wall breaks down Ooh. and Dr. Octopus shows up. Why? What? I'd like to make you an offer, Craven. Oh, what kind of offer you making? Would you like to join my team called the Sinister Six and beat the living <laughs> shit out of Spider-Man? Oh, well, that does sound very nice. I'd have the backup. I'd find what we need. He's like, I don't, I don't like to use guns, but I'll definitely outmaneuver him and fucking outnumber him unfairly. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, like you can't outwit him. So when someone approaches you that that are all villains of Spider-Man. Like, hey, we're going to go beat the living shit out of him. Oh, well, that sounds like a fair fight. I'll definitely join in that hunt. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he joins up. He's he's a founding member uh, founding member of the Sinister Six. Uh, the first incarna uh, incarnation of the team included Kraven, uh, and that was a big reason behind it is they knew that he had been trying to hunt him, and they knew he was skilled, uh, so they brought him on. So they end up teaming up to try to kick Spidey's ass uh, because they'd all failed alone and they all kind of realize if you just team up, you can beat the living shit out of the guy instead of taking him on one by one. Fucking amazing that nobody thinks of that beforehand. Uh, but basically the the plan is uh, they kidnap Aunt May uh, and, his, and their friend Betty. Uh, basically, like, if we take these people, then he'll have to come because we see him saving Aunt May a lot. Uh, I'm pretty sure they figure out his identity at this. One of them figures out the identity. Uh, and they just don't say anything to the rest. Uh, so they take Aunt May and Betty there. They're like, oh, these are the two people that Spider-Man keeps, like, knows and, like, friends with, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, so they hide them away. Craven himself. This is where the Wiley Coyote comes in because he does the same fucking thing he did the first thing we talked about. Fucking leads him to Central Park for a trap. I mean, th- this is like when Wiley Coyote keeps buying fucking Acme products, even though they always fail. <laughs> I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Am I right? Oh, Spider-Man, I see you falling right into my trap. Fuck my honor code. Here, take these three fucking tigers, you piece of shit. <laughs> he does. He he unleashes three fucking tigers on Spider-Man. Because, you know, that's a fair fucking hunt. So, <laughs> but obviously, Spider-Man wins out. He uh, defeats Kraven, uh, goes and ends up saving Ant-Man Betty, brings him back home, and then the police come and arrest Sinister Six. Uh, but Kraven vows revenge on the wall crawler for this embarrassment. Obviously, because, I mean, what's a good villain without declaring vengeance on the guy that just keeps kicking your ass and gives you a reason to come back? <clears throat> so, uh, but obviously he ends up escaping prison, uh, but he ends up... Uh, of course. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't uh, go back to fighting Spider-Man right away. Uh, he actually goes no. and runs away to the Savage Land. Anthony, can you oh. take a guess at what he finds in the Savage Land? Dinosaurs. Yes, but (laughs) he finds a crashed spaceship in quicksand, which he quickly climbs aboard, and he finds a couple dead aliens, but he finds one youngling still alive. Oh. Yeah, he finds a baby. He fucks that baby. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't fuck the baby. (laughs) Uh, but he that does choose uh, to save the creature because he kind of looks at it and he's like, I don't know, looking at these other ones. <clears throat> well, I mean, looking at the other ones, they look pretty fucking scary, so maybe I can use you for something later. Uh, and he takes the creature out, uh, exits the craft before it sinks in, uh, and he calls it Gog. I don't Gog. fucking know why. G-O-G. Literally, that is what Gog. he fucking names it. Gog. Uh... But he takes it. Uh, he he takes it as a pet, because I mean, why not? Uh, but pretty much, uh, but like within days, it grows to be like a fucking giant monster. Uh, I mean, Anthony, if you were Craven, what 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 would you do with a giant reptilian monster? If I was Craven, I'd release it somewhere and then hunt it for sport. You know that makes a lot more sense than what he does. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> uh, Craven instead is uh, he uses it to go after Spider Man again, <laughs> just fucking immediately like escape to the you Savage were... Land, like swear off hunting Spider Man because you just you never win and you're tired of getting your ass kicked. Your first instinct with this giant is, oh, I can use you to get Spider Man. Find away my vengeance. I like the idea where. Is like, hmm, I could do this, or I could release him in, in the park, because I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get in Central Park. I'm gonna get Spidey. I'll release him in Central Park. Oh, after after long years of sitting in my cell waiting for my chance, now I have this giant fucking monster, Spider Man. I will fucking end you. <laughs> So he takes uh, Gog. Gog. God, such a dumb fucking... Like, such a dumb fucking name, Craven. You dumb shit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he takes it and uh, he goes after 
Spider-Man's current love interest. Not Mary Jane, but one Gwen Stacy. Rest in peace. I was waiting for you to giggle on that one. I was <laughs> waiting for it. Uh, and he brings her back to the oh Savage Land to taunt Spider-Man. Because, you know, that's always a smart fucking idea. Um, but, uh, you know, Spider-Man obviously fucking uh, comes to the Savage Land. And, uh, Anthony, who does he team up with? Well, um, he's clearly... I swear to God, Anthony, gonna... I will fucking end you. You better get this right. <laughs> It is Kazar. Correct. He brings Bam. along Tarzan. I mean, Kazar. Uh, and the two team up to stop Craven, uh, which uh, they fucking do. They uh, they beat the shit out of Gog somehow. And uh, he falls into quicksand and sinks down to the bottom. So he R.I.P. Not really. I actually did, uh, actually did uh, further research with Gog. Uh, I actually had to look into Gog because they, there was no fucking information past that. I had to really Shocking. fucking dig. Uh, but he actually uh, gets picked up by Gregor, that dude who trained Craven. He ends up finding him, saves him, and uh, he takes him. And then they go do some okay, shit. Okay, I have to look up Gog. Oh, yes, and if you have a chance, like, look up Gog. Like, he looks like he could be What the fuck? But he wasn't used very much. This guy looks like a gargoyle. What the fuck? He looks like a big lizard. gargoyle. Oh but the gargoyle's God. moving inside of the snake. Yeah, it's like the gargoyle's wearing a snake skin. Like, I was not expecting such a strong jawline. Oh, for real. Uh, but yeah, they defeat Gog, and then, of course, they defeat Kraven, because, you know, he wily coyote'd himself. <laughs> um, but no, after years of trying and failing, uh, you know, he... Uh, the serum kind of takes its effect on him. It's not stopping his aging. He's still aging. So he just hits a point where he's like, I've been hunting Spider-Man for so fucking long. I just want to die in peace knowing I fucking did something with my wife. I'm going to hunt Spider-Man one last time, and I have a pretty good plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this it hasn't time, worked uh, the first three times, but this time for sure. Damn it! So I just have to say, uh, the story that we're going to cover at this point, it ends very darkly. Uh, if you have, uh, let's just say, if you don't take suicide like lightly or anything, uh, you're going to want to skip ahead because it does involve that. Uh, but basically, his last plan uh, to hunt Spider-Man goes like this. <clears throat> Craven lures Spider-Man out as usual, but this time, Craven goes full fucking psycho. He injects Spider-Man with a coma-inducing dart, and then buries him alive. <laughs> wow! Now I see you come after me now, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Let's see you dig yourself out of six feet under, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, and after doing that, um, just to spite Spider-Man, as like, I finally defeated you, I finally won, uh, he puts on the Spider-Man costume, and he pulls uh, a Batman Darkest Night. I'm Batman. Yeah, um, and, and in case you don't know, the uh, 
there are sorry, not darkest night. Sorry, my bad. I need to correct myself before I have somebody jumped on my throat. It's actually nightfall. My pro, my bad. Uh, which, if you don't know, jumped that, on your throat. That, uh, nightfalls. <laughs> nightfalls a story where uh, it's right after Bane uh, breaks Batman and he gives the mantle. Uh, not that Bane. <laughs> and, uh, the person that ends up taking the role uh, locks off the Batcave and goes on a murderous vigilante spree and just starts fucking killing villains. Uh, and Craven does the same thing. Uh, Craven puts on the Spider-Man suit and uh, he hunts down everyone, but he goes full-on psychopath on him. And everyone's just like, man, man, guys, I don't know if you noticed, but like, Spider-Man is like, he's not taking us to jail. Like, that dude is just straight fucking murdering people. <laughs> He's fucking firing lasers out of his nipples for some reason. <laughs> I think he's like mutating or something. <laughs> I, I swear he just brought out a fucking Russian Australian knife. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and he actually uh, he hunts down uh, one of Spider-Man's. Uh, the worst fucking enemies he'd had up at, uh, up at that point, which just takes place, I if I remember right, in the 90s. Uh, but he had a, a villain named Vermin, which it sounds exactly like it is. Uh, he, he looks like a creepy homeless dude, but he's rat-like, so he has, like, sharp teeth, like, blood-red eyes. He's super fucking creepy, and he, like, just straight fucking murders people. But Spider-Man never, was never able to defeat him. Like, he always was able to outsmart him, and because of how ruthless he was... Uh, the last time he had to fight him, he actually had to rely on Captain America to help him because he couldn't <laughs> fucking stop him. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, Craven hunts this dude down. Uh, basically like, oh, well, Spider-Man could never stop you. Uh, you'd never face me, motherfucker. Uh, he takes him, he locks him up. Uh, and, you know, this is the only, this is the part where I'm just like, why? Like, Why? Like, you're going on, like, a psychopathic vigilante spree as Spider-Man, but Vermin, the dude who just has no problem fucking ripping people's throats out with his bare teeth, like, you... <laughs> you, you don't fucking kill that dude. You you take him and lock him up? Like, what, what kind of fucked up, like... Again, Wiley Coyote-ing yourself. <laughs> Damn it. Because uh, Spider-Man emerges out Sorry, of his grave, uh, the coma wears off after two weeks, uh, and Spider-Man climbs out of his grave, which, uh, it's an iconic shot of Spider-Man climbing out of the grave, uh, and he finds Kraven to confront him about, you know, going around being him, but being a psychopath about it, and uh, Kraven, trying to prove his honor, lets Vermin go instead of killing him. Oh, well, you're right, Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man, you're right. I've been a terrible person. Yeah, let me just let this bloodthirsty monster out, and I'll just be on my way. Oh, thanks, Spider-Man. Craven, what are you doing? You fucking idiot! No, because <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man can't let Vermin go. Like he knows he's gonna go out on another murder spree, uh, so he chases after him. <laughs> so. <laughs> I finally feel honor. I will let this one man live. I'm gonna fucking murder everyone. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but while uh, Spider-Man's uh, distracted chasing down Vermin and trying to stop him from murdering more people, uh, Craven decides to take the opportunity to uh, confess to everything he did as Spider-Man about how he killed, uh, you know, was hurting people and possibly murdered some people and whatnot. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then after confessing all of his crimes, well, I finally... I finally completed what I wanted to, so... Well, time to go pay the piper. And uh, he blows his fucking head off. Like, in the comic, it is one of the darkest stories that Craven ever had, because he just blows his fucking head off. Like, out of all, like, he just finds peace with himself, I guess. Like, he finally defeated Spider-Man, finally one-upped him. Like, there's no reason to keep going, and then he just fucking blows his brains out. Um, yeah. But because he committed suicide, his spirit doesn't ever find fucking peace, uh, and only finds peace after Spider-Man confronts him at his grave uh, and basically forgives him. I'm like, you know, you were a terrible person, Craven, but I think in the end you tried to be a good man, so I forgive you. And then he finds peace. Oh, thank you, Spider-Man. And I mean, I feel like that's the the main story of Spider-Man, that even though, you know, hey, you buried me in a hole and tainted my name for a while. Hey, you know, I completely forgive you for burying me alive and, you know, uh, just being a total fucking asshole, you know, possibly trying to fuck my girlfriend. I forgive you, you know, just find peace. Ah, now I feel better. <laughs> it's like the end of Spider-Man 3. I forgive you. <clears throat> we don't talk about that movie. We always talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Correction. Anthony always talks about that fucking movie. It's a great movie. Everyone should watch it and enjoy it unironically like me. God damn it. Uh, and ironically as well like me. So it is a comic. I have to clarify. It is a comic, obviously. Uh, so he does end up getting resurrected later by his own family, uh, which he has a wife, Sasha, a son, Vladimir, and a daughter, Anna. Uh, and they all bring him back to life. Because and the, when you're and psychopathic... Then his son became... When your psychopathic hunter father kills himself, you bring him back to life, because why not? Well, yes. You know what Dad would really love? He'd love to be brought back. Oh, I finally... <laughs> Finally in heaven, why just get what the fuck? Why am I being no? <laughs> just like he's he resurrects. Ah, I was in peace. I was no longer in pain. My arthritis <laughs> is back. <coughs> uh, but when they bring him back, uh, he becomes a cold psychopathic man. And begins to ruthlessly fucking beat and try to kill his family. I wonder why. You should have let me be dead. You should have let me die, damn it. Dad, stop hitting me. Hold fucking still. You're gonna wish that you were, You're that I was still dead. I was fucking dead, you little piece of fuck. Hold still, you little motherfucker. Uh, no, he, uh, daddy, no! No, daddy, no! <laughs> so, uh, he snaps out of it uh, after Anna stabs him uh, in the back, and then he uh, kind of comes to his senses. Uh, and they tell him, like, Oh, well, daddy, we brought you back with Spider-Man's blood. We were finally able to 
you know, get him. And like, we just took his blood. Look, we have his head on the mantle as a way for you to have a trophy, Dad. Oh, you dumb motherfuckers. You bunch of dumb motherfuckers. That was, something's wrong because I just want to fucking kill. It was tainted blood. I don't understand. Uh, which of now course, uh, I know I've got to get away. Sorry, you said tainted blood, which sounds like tainted love. <laughs> and you just got to fucking punch something it. hard when you hear that. God damn it. Uh, but uh, they remove the Spider-Man mask and they find out it wasn't Peter Parker. Uh, it was actually Kane. Peter Parker's oh, evil clone. Oh, no. The mark of Kane. Uh, which that's a whole nother complicated story that everyone fucking hates because it made no fucking sense. Uh, but Kane was an evil clone made by a villain named Jackal uh, who cloned Spider-Man and made two, uh, which is where we get Ben Riley, a.k.a. Scarlet Spider. Uh, and then you also got Kane, who was fucking evil and just tried to kill everyone and fucking thing. Uh, but basically they killed Kane and they used his blood and it brought back Craven as a psychopathic fucking murderer. So... Go, go way back to one of our earlier episodes. Yes, it's going to be horrible, but go back. We did. I think we talked about uh, Kane and the Jackal. I believe we did. I believe we made a mention to it. I actually want to cover over more with with some of that at a later point. Um, Am I here in a redo episode? Maybe. Maybe. Let us know. Oddcastmedia at gmail.com or Oddcast Network on Facebook. Uh, or at Oddcast and on Twitter. Let us know what you think. If we should go back and talk about uh, that whole thing. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. obviously, Spider-Man finds out that they brought Craven back. Uh, so they figure out that, uh, you know, they brought Craven back. Uh, but Spider-Man's in his black suit, a.k.a. Venom. Um... And after hearing he's been brought back, he goes down to figure out what the fuck actually happened. Uh, you know, and they tell him about everything that happened. Uh, and he uh, he attempts to kill Craven, like, because at this point, when he has a black suit, he goes into you know he becomes an asshole. So he's like, you know what, fuck it, Craven, I'm just gonna put you back in the fucking ground, motherfucker. Oh no, please! You, you... <laughs> I, I I already you're already dead. So we'll just fucking end um, you now. But uh, he's reminded about his moral code of like, you know, if you kill somebody, it makes you know better than the people that killed your uncle. You, that's something right, you don't Batman. do. Uh, yeah, it, it's a lot like Batman, but it's true. Like They just, you know, he's reminded like, hey, that's not what you do. That makes you know better than him, blah, blah, blah. Um, if, so again, if I kill them, I'll be just like them. I'm Batman. I'm young Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so against his better judgment, he lets Craven live. Uh, which then the family flees where else but the Savage Land, because where else does a fucking psychopathic hunter family go but the one place that they'd be accepted, surrounded by a bunch of giant fucking savage animals. <clears throat> uh, but then his wife bitch slaps him. How fucking dare you? You have no honor. You have to You have to bring honor back to the family. You're going to have to just hunt your whole family down. I'm sorry, what the fuck oh my did God. you say? I said, Honor. if you ever want to get back into this, you're going to have to prove yourself. You're going to have to hunt us all down. You're fucking crazy, and I love you. <laughs> so, um, I just want to say, if they need help with Honor, I know someone. Hey, Zuko, we got some Honor-looking people. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> uh, so, yeah, she tells him that uh, in order to prove he's worthy of the name still and that the, uh, you know, the family bloodline can continue, he has to hunt them all down. Which is a fucking terrible idea because he kills her and his son. <laughs> Don't. No, Teddy. No, no. I'm sorry, son, but your mother insists I have to fucking kill you, which is kind of sad because uh, I was only doing this for the puss, but she's fucking dead, <laughs> so I guess you gotta go too. She, she, she wanted to be killed, so uh, I killed her. And the, uh, he does have uh, he did have a, a half son. Uh, so obviously someone with another wife or whatever. Uh, and his name was Alyosha. Uh, and he pretty much Ooh. is just like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on. Um, you just, I just want you fucking murder your wife and son. So I, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I want nothing to do with this. And Anna, after all this shit that happened is like, don't worry, Father. I'll prove myself. I'll help rebuild honor. And she goes and hunts down uh, the other brother there and murders him to try to, like, own up to her father or some shit. I don't know. They're all fucking psychopaths, all right? They're all fucking psycho. Uh, because she thinks that he's weak and unworthy, basically. Uh, you know, because Craven, after doing all that, it's like, all right, now I can continue with you two. We can continue the Cravenoff family. Dad, you're, you're crazy as shit. I... I I'm just going to go, Anna, what are you doing? I have to fucking kill you, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> uh, and then later on, it's revealed uh, that in the 50s, Craven was actually uh, on Nick Fury's original incarnation of the Avengers team. Oh. Alongside other villains, such as Sabretooth and Silver Sable. Oh. Uh, and... and if you don't know Sabretooth, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, because he's been, he's been done a few times in movies there. Uh, uh, yes. How can you forget Lee Schreiber, the best-looking Sabretooth? You know, I gotta be honest. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine, fucking awful movie, and, and like, uh, just with what they did with it. But his Sabretooth was fucking amazing. Like, his was, like, oh, a yeah. spot-on Sabretooth. I did like him. I, and I, I like, wouldn't mind seeing him come back to do it. Like, I shit on the fact that he has doesn't have the long hair. Like Tyler Maine, fucking he nailed the oh, imagery. God, yeah, they made him look fucking beautiful in the first. X-Men if they movie. could combine the two of those, oh, Lee Driver's acting fucking beautiful. It would be fucking beautiful. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he uh he was in an original incarnation in the fifties of the Avengers team with Nick Fury, uh, which they had to go track down some Nazis uh, because they had the super soldier serum, and they were going to create a Captain America. So they go out and murder those Nazis and bring it home. (coughs) Sorry? Oh, sorry. Oh, the light's on. We're still recording. My bad. Um, So, uh, and then uh, the last bit here was super fucking confusing. And let me tell you, (laughs) I read over this shit numerous times. There was no fucking way I could tell you the last little bit I have here without having to explain a hundred other fucking Marvel characters that I just don't have the time to get into, um, such as the High Evolutionary, which, again, I, I don't want oh to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony's a comic fan. He knows exactly what I mean. There's too much shit to unpack there. Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, to make it less confusing, I have the short end of what happened. Basically, 
Craven uh, comes to that person again. We'll cover him at a later point. He's a whole episode in himself. Uh, and uh, he makes 87 clones of himself. Basically, as like, <laughs> I, I want to continue my bloodline, but everyone I know is basically dead. Uh, he makes 87 clones called the Sons just, of Craven. And he I just love that up. fucking number. <laughs> 87? Yeah, there's 87. And how many would you like, my son? Well, I think eighty. Uh, well, what are you thinking? Uh, eighty-seven. I think that's a good number, White Dale. Why eighty-seven, my son? I don't know. Eighty-seven. Yeah, fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and he sends the eighty-seven clones out to hunt each other. Uh, which the one that kills all the rest uh, becomes the son of Craven, and he finds him worthy to take by his side. And uh, what else does he do? Like, like, and and what does he uh, do after that? Oh, and by the way, his daughter that had stayed by his side even after murdering the rest of the fucking family um, gets so disgusted by the fact that he'd rather continue on with a clone that she straight up leaves his ass. You know what, Dad? I, I helped murder the entire family, but this cloning thing, that's going too far. Fuck you. You know, not killing, not brutally murdering your mother and brother in front of you. No, that's not going too far. It's the cloning thing. That was a step too far. Um, yeah. well, of course. But of course, uh, with Son of Craven, what it, what is he? Uh, yeah, why don't we all just take a moment and take a wild fucking guess at what he decides to do? <sighs> well, if I'm going to guess... He's going to try to lure Spider-Man into Central Park to kill him again. Ding, 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 ding. Anthony wins. <laughs> Zero points. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he uses the son of Craven to try to kill Spider-Man one more time. Uh, and this proves to be his final fatal mistake. Uh, because basically what happens is Craven dresses as Spider-Man. And lure Spider-Man like he always does. But of course. Yeah. And he tells Son of Craven, like, I'm going to give you the signal and you're going to know it's him because, he, you know, he's swinging around on webs. Hard not to miss it. <laughs> he's um, the guy dressed as a fucking spider. Yeah. And, and to prove himself, uh, he wants Son of Craven to kill Spider-Man to prove that he can continue on the family and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Spider-Man's just fucking smart. Can we just point that out? Like, Peter Parker is a very smart individual. Uh, so all he all he fucking does is change into his fucking black spider suit, which the clone has no fucking idea what that is. And the clone I just, I just, okay. thinks it's somebody entirely different. I just, I just like this idea where it's like, all right, you're looking for man. He's wearing red and blue. But if he's not, he's got giant spider logo on chest. Swings on web. Cannot miss. It's like, red and blue, got it. All right, so now all you got to do is I'm going to whirl him in, and you're going to know it's him because he's going to be swinging on the widow wall spider web. All right? Right, so oh, okay. I got it. All he's going to do is swing on a spider web. I got it. I can do this. All right. I'm very proud of you, son of Quaven. You got it. Oh, but yeah. So Spider-Man changes into his black suit and then convinces uh, convinces the clone that Craven in the Spider-Man costume is Spider-Man. Uh, and the clone strangles Craven to death. 
No, what he? I have to kill. <laughs> yep, yep, that's Spider Man. You've got it. All right, now uh, I've got an appointment, so uh, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's not like, what I'm. That is some straight Wiley Coyote Looney Tunes bullshit. <laughs> or even Elmer Fudd. Like that's Bugs Bunny. Okay, this is like the Bugs Bunny episode with ducks, uh, duck season, rabbit season, where he just keeps changing the sign and putting antlers and shit on Daffy Duck. He just does the same fucking thing to Craven. Like, oh, you think I'm Spider Man because the the black and like the red and blue suit? Oh, well, I just put on the black suit. He's Spider Man, and then he strangles him to death. <laughs> Straight up, what happens? Oh no, no, you, you got you got you got him misunderstood. I'm clearly not Spider Man. I oh, I don't and know. the human spider. Oh, who's that? Um, you will see Spider Man dresses in red and blue. I'm clearly in black suit, so I'm not. Oh, oh my god, Spider Man's right there! Go get him! Oh, I've got him! I've got that Spider Man! <laughs> no, you! <laughs> it's like another thing, like with Bugs Bunny. He's Spider Man. No. He- you're Spider-Man. You're Spider-Man. You're Spider-Man. I'm Spider-Man. No, I'm Spider-Man. All right, you're Spider-Man. No, God damn it, I'm Spider-Man, but he's... <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah, that, that proves to be his fatal undoing, because uh, the clone strangles him to death and then doesn't realize it until after unmasking him. It's like a trying-to-find-Craven thing. Oh, well, I'm... Craven! Oh, Quavon! Oh, well, I better one mask him so we can see. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> yes, uh, very much. So, so uh, the ending oh. to this overall is that upon his death, they hold a funeral, um, and Chameleon is revealed to be in the crowd of all the people that attended it. And I want to end out on what Chameleon says to Craven because I felt it was it was kind of heart touching for two two half brothers that have been through a lot of shit because of Spider Man. Um, I felt this was really touching. <clears throat> Sleep well, my brother. This world is no longer your burden to bear. At least, what will be left of it once I'm done with it for what they've done to you, my sweet brother. And that is Craven the Hunter. Nice. Yeah, see, I just wanted to end on that because I, I felt like the way Chameleon approaches like his final saying to Craven was just such a fitting end to it. Like they, they like Spider Man had fucked with him so bad that Chameleon basically just like I'm I'm gonna fuck everybody up because of what they did to you. Like if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have gone crazy. So I, I'm gonna get revenge for you. Which is good because. Because yeah. what is life without a crazy ass family? Amen to that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's Craven the Hunter, uh, the crazy ass Elmer Fudd like Hunter. Um, honestly, I hope by the story itself you can see why I kept saying he's like if Elmer Fudd went to Russia and took steroids because, for fuck's sake, man, every fucking time. And the other thing I thought about, like, reading in, like, getting everything ready for this, he's, he's like, Walter, it's like the Walter White from, it's like Walter White from Breaking Bad, 
where it's like, we're done cooking. Jesse, we need to cook. It's the same fucking thing with Craven. <laughs> I'm done hunting that spider, man. And then he just swings by somewhere. Like, I think it's time I pick up and hunt that fucking spider, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> God damn it, dude. And then he makes over-elaborate like... traps. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. Like the ending, his final death there. Like he dresses as fucking Spider-Man and just expects the clone who's never once fucking encountered Spider-Man to know what to do when there's two of them. I just, uh, Craven, he's, now as much as a gun wouldn't work on Spider-Man because he's fucking Spider-Man and can dodge gunfire, use a fucking gun, dude. Fucking tie him up and fucking. Then what kind of hunter am I? I mean, I have to prove I'm the best hunter. Which you choose show that you're the best hunter by not getting the best target. I guess so. <laughs> uh, but again, guys, you can follow us uh, on our things there, as I mentioned before. Uh, Oddcastmedia gmail.com, Oddcast Network on Facebook, and Patreon. And the Patreon, you can help support the show so we can put more into what we do because, you know, there's a lot of things that we're trying, a lot of things that, personally, there's a lot that I want to do. Like, we have this podcast that we're doing now, um, and we're going to be getting into more video game stuff uh, later in the week. Uh, I actually have something lined up. Uh, I know we've been doing a lot of comic, uh, but I wanted to uh, work on the next thing and incorporate more nerdy things in. Uh, and I also have another podcast I want to do uh, with some very interesting concepts that I, I personally hold with things that I hold more personal. Um, and I, there's some people that I have talked to and in getting involved. Um, but really, like, that's, you know, that's something that will be coming on later on down the way, too. Um, but yeah, man, like, Craven the Hunter, he's just fucking, he's just a goddamn moron, man. Uh, you, you feel but bad he's for him. Anyway. He is best hunter. Oh, and also, um, I just want to put this out there. Um, so I heard, I, I saw, I, I was watching something earlier, uh, and they talked about, they were doing basically how could we make this movie better, uh, and they were doing Halloween 6, and I, why, you know, I was like, okay, let's see if they actually could, and, and there were, and F, and spoiler which, alert on that. There is no way to fix that movie. They realized halfway through, like, there's... Which one is Halloween 6? The Curse of Michael Myers, where there's... Ooh, is that the one with the niece? Yeah, where, like, his niece is a teenager, and then, like, Michael's the father, yet still the uncle, like, thing that they do. And they they, they tried fixing it, and they're like, there's just... There's, like, no wiggle room in how they wrote this. <laughs> like, it's just, no matter how you do it, it's fucking dumb as shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, but they also brought up the uh, fantastic uh, fan four stick there. Um, fan four stick. That was another one where they talked about they wish that the uh, like the director copy would be released, but it never will. Uh, because that release movie... the Snyder cuts. Sorry, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, well, with fan four stick, the guy who directed that, he had done the entire movie completely differently than how they did it, but Fox edited it so bad that he refuses to fucking make another one. Like, he came out yeah. after that movie release. He's like, no, they fucked me so hard. Like, I am never doing that again. Like, I 
made a really like he even said like I made a movie that was a hundred percent fucking different than the way they cut that together. It was not supposed to be like that. No, I can I can believe that. Well, it's the same thing with Suicide Squad. That movie was entirely different. But they the people who edited that fucking movie were the people who did the trailer. So all they fucking did was make an extended fucking trailer for the movie. But remember, Jesus Christ. we're the bad guys. It, you know, I'll say, you know, when I first saw Suicide Squad in the theater, because I went with uh, my buddy Johnny O there. You saw that in fucking theaters? Well, oh Johnny O wanted to go see it, and it didn't look bad from the trailer. We're like, oh, it looks like it could be entertaining. And first watching it, I'm like, I don't know if I like that or not. And then I, I saw it again playing on HBO shortly, like sometime after that. And I tried watching it, and I'm like, man, no. I was right. This movie was just fucking terrible. Like, I did not misread any of this. <laughs> this movie is garbage. Yeah, this movie was hot trash, and that was, like, one of my reactions to it. But it, I was so shell-shocked with, like, I don't know, maybe it was better than I thought. But, and then I rewatched, and I'm like, I turned it off. I was like, nope, it really was just hot fucking garbage. <laughs> um, there was a thing I actually watched, well, listened to on the way home. Um, the scene that explains what went right with um, uh, as soon as I get the fucking title, the scene that explains why Guardians worked in Suicide Squad didn't by Screen Crush. I would highly recommend that video because it's good. Can I, can I ask? Uh, actually, I'm going to take a wild guess. It was the fact that Guardians was able to put comedy and action in the correct order and not try to cram in nostalgia music for no reason. <laughs> I mean, yes, that is actually part of it. What's really funny is that it says the scene, but it basically compares the whole movies and why Suicide Squad was garbage. I mean, which I didn't know the people that had edited it were the people who made the trailer until I actually talked to my father there, and he found out that the people who edited the whole fucking Suicide Squad movie were hired on because they made those first couple trailers and they did so well that they had them edit the movie. Which is just the dumbest fucking logic I've ever heard in my life. Like, oh, uh, well, so you can make a three-minute trailer? Well, yeah, I mean, it's not that hard. Okay, well, here is a two-hour-long movie. Uh, we need you to just cut it down to about an hour and a half, okay? Uh, that's a bit out of my... No, no, it's fine. You did really good here. We have faith in you. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> they f- oh, they and fucked the- it up bad. Cutie always sunny. They fuck it up. do 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 um, but yeah, and, and you know, and Jared Leto has even come out and stated like there was a lot more that was shot that just never got fucking used. Uh, which I mean, watching that movie, you can clearly tell there was a lot of shit that probably should have been there to explain some of the other shit that they just didn't have. Uh, which which Fan Four Six fell in the same category it is like it had a lot of things that just didn't tie together that clearly there were things missing and it's just it's fucking stupid the way they edit some things i just fucking love how the world is called a fan four stick it's so it's just so like it is i honestly would okay i can go back and watch that the fantastic four they made in like the early 2000s i can go back and watch that and be like okay this is somewhat entertaining Fan four stick? I can't even do that with because it is just so fucking bad in everything that they did to it. Like it's there's fantastic. nothing in it I like. <laughs> I can't even say I like a character because it was just so fucking bad. They fucking made 
the things fucking what's his catchphrase? That's what I'm looking for. Um, uh, something from his abusive brother. Yeah, like, yeah. Just no, just fucking no. He's oh. fantastic. Uh, and you know, uh, you know, I was thinking about this. They're bringing Deadpool in. Um, you know, they had Juggernaut in Deadpool too, and since they're gonna be using a lot of that same kind of thing, and like, because how Deadpool can do his thing, they're gonna try to tie things in, whatever. They have Juggernaut, and they had a really good fucking Juggernaut with Deadpool too. Um, I'm gonna rip you in half now, dude. If you haven't seen Deadpool two either, shut this fucking thing off and go watch it. I don't give a fuck. Like, you need to go stop. If you're at work, fucking quit your job and go watch that movie. <laughs> that movie's fucking amazing. Uh, they have the best fucking juggernaut that's ever been in a fucking movie. Like, giant fucking mindless fucking just brute. But, but I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, no, I fucking hate that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I fucking hate that juggernaut. Um, but I, I'm I was thinking about it. They're bringing X Men in soon. Uh, which rumor is that the Deadpool three X Force thing is still gonna be what they go with, and the X Force is gonna be what they use for to bring in X Men. Juggernaut is uh, Xavier's half brother, or his stepbrother, and he's the one that actually cripples Xavier. So they could totally use that Juggernaut and explain a lot of shit. Um, and I think that would be a better fucking thing than you know, because X three didn't even fucking tie Juggernaut in with Xavier, and I was super fucking upset with that. So, like, how the yeah, fuck do you not mention Deadpool that? two? Did I love it? I love it so much. You know, it has always been a dream of mine to see my face reflected in your helmet as you charge at me with murderous intent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we we mentioned all the rumor stuff. Um, so it'll be curious. It'll be curious to see how Craven comes in uh, with the next Spider-Man or even Black Panther two. Uh, which I mean, from what the director said, that seemed like something he really wanted to do. So. I wouldn't doubt if that's something that they use. Um, man, the like, ah, I, I, I'm just, huh. Oh, and also this whole thing about Brie Larson not getting an Oscar nomination. Can you all just shut the fuck up with that? Like, I have to be. I, all right, I'm gonna be 100% honest right here, right now. I put the offer out. I didn't hate Captain Marvel. I know a lot of people hated it. I didn't hate it, but it was definitely one of the lowest ranking of the MCU movies for me. I I liked it. I liked it, and but compared to everything else, it's definitely in the bottom ringers. Because like I've, it, there was a lot of things in there that just seemed really fucking forced, like how they got the Avenger name, blah blah blah, things like that. I'm just like. I could have done without that. Like I, I, I could have done without it. <laughs> Bringing in scrolls was the like the biggest thing for me. I was like, oh, finally. But other than that, I was like, eh, I mean, there's a lot of force shit in here that I could have done without. Um. Yeah, I don't know what you're even talking about with Brie Larson. Is there like an uproar or something going on about that? Uh, the Marvel isn't putting her name in for any Oscar nomination. Like, basically, like, like, they have something, like, I guess they put in, like, their things for, like, Endgame and whatnot. 
Um, mm. But when Brie Larson's name got brought up for like female actress, uh, they just completely uh, just didn't include her at all. <laughs> like, because I because if I because if I read it right, it was basically like, oh, do you want to include Brie Larson because you have Captain Marvel? Like, you might not win, but you know she did play leading role. They're like, no, no, <laughs> it's like, ouch, ouch. <laughs> I mean, like, god damn, guys. I mean, she didn't I know do that bad. I mean, she's not Brie Larson. You know, she's, she's nice to look at. I mean, she's definitely she's gotten a Oscar nomination before, I believe. So uh, yeah, I mean, I so. Oh, which, out of all the roles in of all the MCU movies that came out this year, which which actor do you think deserves the Oscar for best? Do you really want me to answer that? There's because I'm going to give you the most two... basic ass answer. <laughs> There, there's two answers I'll accept, but only one of them I feel is correct. I'm gonna give you the basic ass answer that everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, cool." Fucking Robert Downey Jr. Give that man yep, Robert a Downey fucking Jr. Oscar for Iron Man. That man carried that shit for the past ten plus fucking years. Did an amazing fucking job. And I and and the whole I am Iron Man thing. I have to repeat this, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before, but I have to. That was something he fucking added, they added in after the fact. Like, they had shot the entire fucking movie, it was already done, and the Russo brothers approached him of like, we think that instead of snapping and saying nothing, that we think you should end it saying, I am Iron Man. Like, end out Iron Man on a bang. Like, you are fucking Iron Man. And he kept telling him no. Uh, and it took one of his close friends that uh, that knew the Russos. They basically went up to the friend. They're like, "Hey, like, he you have to get him to do this." And uh, he did it. And uh, I found out, and I found out from that that uh, that tear, the tears he has saying, "I am Iron Man," were legitimate tears because he was just because he had the way he put it was he had already put Iron Man behind him and he had to get back in the suit and be Iron Man again and say. I am Iron Man, knowing full well that Tony dies. And I, the tears he has were, like, him actually crying because he had been doing that for so long. And to see that character die felt like a part of him died. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. So, yeah, I, I think he should. I, I really think he should have something because he, he's done... It's him and Hugh Jackman. They're like, they were just fucking born to play the roles that they've played. Like, Hugh Jackman will always be Wolverine to me. I don't give a fuck. Like, that man was just fucking born to play that role. And Robert Downey Jr., just fuck, man. He was just meant to be Iron Man. He looks like Tony Stark. He plays like Tony Stark. Like, there was nobody else that could have done that. Ah! <laughs> um. So, yeah, and uh, there's also uh, uh, Disney Plus comes out uh, next week. Is it next yep. week? Is it does. It does. It's the 12th, so Tuesday. Ah, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, so uh, November 12th that drops, and uh, I already have mine pre-ordered. Uh, I actually canceled Hulu because I didn't really use Hulu. Like, I know, and there's a lot of people who are like, oh, have you seen that thing on Hulu that just came out? I'm like, no, because I wasn't really using it. I was paying 10 bucks a month for fucking something I wasn't even really using. Yeah, I don't actually use fucking, I don't actually have Hulu. Um. So uh, I actually took that off and I replaced it with a Disney Plus that I did the pre-order thing for, putting a dollar down so that I could have it 
when it released, blah blah blah. Um, I think it's like seven bucks a month for Disney Plus. Oh yeah, it's stupidly cheap. And and I know people and you know people have been saying like, oh well, they're just gonna jack the price. I don't. They don't have to like the amount of money they fucking make off the Marvel movies, the like Star Wars shit. Like they don't ha- like they could keep it at seven five bucks and they would still make fucking bank because everyone would get it. And on top of that, they're gonna make tons of fucking money off all the other shit they're doing. You know, like they don't have to chip raise price at all to make money off that. Uh, but I'm super excited for that. No, not at all. drops with it, and I, I wasn't excited for that at first, but the two trailers they have out for the Mandalorian have really sold me on it. Like I, now I'm like, I I'm actually kind of excited for that one. Like wild west outlaw bounty hunter Mandalorian dude, just going around collecting bounties, kicking fucking ass out in the outskirts of the universe. I am fucking ready for it. Cause it looks fucking no, awesome. I am too. Especially that second trailer drop. Like oh, mm, dude, the second yes, trailer me the... really sold it for me. Like dude, when the Mandalorian oh. talked, like, Dude, I I am incapable of it, but my panties got wet. <laughs> uh, so no, that uh, Disney Plus, uh, you know, I, I would I would recommend it because if you have small children, it even works because you get all the Disney shit with it. Like they're gonna be dropping all the Disney movies they've come out with on there, um, except for Song of the South, because you know can't mention your extremely fucking racist movie you came out with. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, I want to end the show on uh, letting you all know, because uh, I actually told this to people at work, and they had no fucking idea this was a thing. The song zippity doo What a Wonderful Day, the whole zippity doo da Yeah, um, I just want you all to know, that song came from the movie Song of the South, and uh, it was not a song that was happy. It was about the dude, the main character who is a slave that leaves the plantation and then the cartoon animals convince him that it's better to be a slave so he might as well go back. So while he fucking goes back to being a slave, he sings zippity doo zippity a. My, oh my, what a wonderful day. Yeah, it's a whole song about how it's better to be a slave than go be free. Like, that movie was fucked. And that song got so fucking popular now. Like, it, it is gaining Dude, popularity, I remember in, it was not originally a good thing. <laughs> I remember in fucking fifth grade, elementary school, in N- Nevada, we did a kazoo parade, kazooing zippity-doo-dah. Oh, well, like, like I, I have to give it to Disney. They use that song later on in other things that are happier. <laughs> But that song debuted in that movie. They just put it in other things to like cover that up. Like, oh, people really like that song. Uh, uh, fuck. Put it in a put it in a Mickey Mouse cartoon. Do something. Fuck. Oh yeah, like uh, we're fucking like all those animated characters are now on the fucking uh, uh, Splash Mountain. Yeah. So, fun fact to end out on. Uh, but again, guys, find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Uh, email us at theoddcastmedia at gmail dot com. Uh, go to that fucking Patreon. Like, uh, and also, uh, I also have the announcement here. I posted it on Facebook, but in case, you know, you're not going to the Facebook page, whatever, I get it. Not everybody uses Facebook. Um, we also are on SoundCloud now. Uh, uh, with the laptop Ooh. crash, I didn't have the older episodes, sadly. I didn't have a way to put them up there. Uh, but our most recent episodes I actually do have on SoundCloud now. It's something I was working on doing. 
Uh, but then the whole laptop crash situation. Uh, so we have our newest episodes going up there now. Uh, so we're also now on SoundCloud. Uh, it's Jokey Pants on SoundCloud. Uh, you know, J O K E Y P A T P A N T S or T Jokey Pants. Just fucking look me up there on SoundCloud, and you'll see the whole Oddcast stuff pop up. Dude, do we need to get our SoundCloud rapper names? Well, I've already got mine, Jokey Pants. That's uh, already established on there. Uh, I guess I'll just be Call Me Pants Jokey. <laughs> wow. Well, guys, you have a wonderful Rich- run. And uh, just remember that if Elmer Fudd had gone to Russia and taken steroids, uh, he would have just become Craven the Hunter. And uh, I want you all to remember that. Goodbye. Goodbye. Man, I can't believe <sighs> Disney's racist. Like they're just straight <laughs> racist. <laughs>